This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. The MCU hasn't been gone too long, but already it's back. It's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode one. They gave us a week off. It was a good week. How thoughtful of them. I didn't know what to do last Friday, but it was a good week. Yeah. I was. What do I watch? I just sat there on the couch just going like, I don't know, MASH? Do I go back to the episodes of MASH? <laughs> Seinfeld? I don't know what to do right now. Seinfeld's not a bad choice. No, it's not MCU. How cool would have been if that's how this started out? It would have been way different than how it did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get right into this thing. Yeah. We start out very much MCU. Marvel theme everything. The tone, the music. Immediately, Full-blown yeah. Marvel cinematic. We are definitely not doing anything television at this point. No, we're not getting all WandaVision-y with this. Not this even is a just little like, bit. We're going to give you a six-hour movie. Right. It was weird because WandaVision... They set up the tone so well by making it feel so small, like a small screen, as was by design. And this is just, no, you might as well be watching a movie. Yeah. Yeah, immediately letterboxed, full theatrical width and everything. Right. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. He's going to go rescue a man off a heli- off a plane, actually. Eventually off a helicopter. Eventually, off a plane. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's being brought in by the government because- because they're like, well, we can't do it because, you know, treaties and whatnot. But, I mean, you're basically an independent contractor. So right. swoop in there and save this guy. Right. So he's on an airplane on a U.S. Air Force plane. And Sam Wilson lands on this plane. He notices that one of the pilots is dead. Yep. And the other one is not who it should be. It's been hijacked. Hijacked. And it's weird that this hijacking man is sitting next to a corpse while he flies. It's like, do you talk to it? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to do there. Roger, Roger. <laughs> What's your vector, Victor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you take the time to move the body, or are you just like, hey, I got to- Just kind of deal with it? got to pilot this Like, thing. in your preparations for this, like, listen, Ezekiel, that's what I named him. <laughs> this is going to be weird. We have nowhere to put the corpse. You're just going to have to deal with it. He's just going to be sitting next to you the whole time. <laughs> just imagine he's sleeping. Like, it's a long car ride, and he's a bad co-pilot. He's the worst co-pilot. <laughs> He's not even be able to change the radio or anything. He shouldn't touch the radio. That's on the driver, bud. Driver's in control of music. Right. Always. I'm glad we have that determination here on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one. So you don't have to worry about him doing that, but also he's not going to be able to give you directions, tell if you missed a turn. You're in the air. What directions do you possibly need? I don't know. Turn left in three million- Three knots. Nope. Three million is way <laughs> too many of anything, unless it's like feet. So Sam's going to go to the, the plane. He's going to cut open a hole- <laughs> With Redwing. His little drony. Yeah, right. He flies on in there and he starts kicking ass. It's great. It's great. And we have uh George Bart Batrock from Winter Soldier. Right. Is back. St. Pierre. St. Pierre. He's back. Here. I have the cheat sheet for you here. Okay. There's a little bit kind of worked into the cheat sheet. I don't know if you'll notice it immediately. <laughs> Brian is showing me the cheat sheet for the first time because I have not even watched a single trailer for this show. Right. Because I wanted to go in as fresh as I possibly could. And we're going to do the same thing with Loki, too. Uh, Brian has labeled every single character along with the actor that there is Sam Wilson, the Falcon, and then after he put Mephisto for every <laughs> single character. Every character <laughs> might be Mephisto. You never know. Could be AIM. Could also be you AIM. You never know. <laughs> 
I feel like AIM is way more likely in this series than it was in WandaVision. The hexes! <laughs> Hexagons. They can only mean one, one thing. One thing, one thing. Ever. Well, two things, because bees. So Sam's going to try to rescue the other army man who's on this plane. Not the plane that's been taken over. And they, like, squirrel suit out of this. The bad guys squirrel suit out of this. And jump, neat. and Falcon's like, "I got wings, motherfucker! I'll jump too. This is fine." How do you think <laughs> You're I going got into my element onto the fact. plane? <laughs> <laughs> so they do a whole Independence Day flying scene through the canyons and whatnot. Independence Day flying scene. I like is. that. Yeah, I yep. I saw it as more of a Power Rangers. Of course you did, uh, Brian. You know, you gotta land on the target. Okay, and Tommy's got a fine a snowboard for some reason. They end up squirrel diving into a helicopter, which is pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Got to have a contingency plan. And they're trying to make a break for the border of Libya. Because once you get to Libya, I don't know, the Falcon gives up. They said, don't do that. They said, yeah. oh, you don't want to go into that airspace. And it, it just seemed like more airspace. I don't understand how airspace works, but that's fine. I think that maybe if Sam Wilson ends up in Libyan airspace, he'll be fired on by the Libyans. By the Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they found me, but they found me. But he's already getting fired on from, like, every direction right. anyway, so I, I don't know. He flies through his helicopter, captures the army man, blows up the helicopter that's there, and then saves the day. Pretty great. And he goes to the ground, and he presumably gives the army man to his new buddy, Joaquin Torres. Yes, Torres, he's, played by Danny Ramirez. Right. He's an army guy as well. Seems to be, like, his new buddy, his new sort of partner-like yeah. character. Hanging out with this guy. Right. Then they end up in Tunisia. Naturally. And they're having coffee, tea. I don't know. I don't know. doesn't matter. And you got Sam Wilson's fixing his, his gadgets, his gizmos. He's working on Red Wing. And Torres kind of says, hey, there's this red hand thing. Seems shady. I'm going to investigate it. They call themselves the Flag Smashers. <laughs> I like how there's like, oh, what are they? Just not even coming up with good names anymore? Yeah. It's I kinda, like that. Kind of like the Proud Boys. Aha! Yeah. Zing! Got him. Torres is going to go investigate the Flag Smashers after he asks Falcon, where is Cap? Like, there's so many rumors going around that he's, like, yeah. on the moon he's on watching the moon, us right? or whatever. It's like, this is stupid, but fine. <laughs> he says he has to go to Washington, D.C. Torres says, what are you going there for? He's like, I got to do moon stuff. Moon stuff. All right, you could say it like that, but no, it was funny. Moon stuff. I got to do moon stuff. I'm like, ah, Sam Wilson is delightful. The moon stuff that he's referring to is there's a ceremony. Yes. Right when this thing started out, we had Sam Wilson talking to what is presumably Captain America, Steve Rogers, right? An old Steve Rogers? Oh, he, he, was? he was He was not talking to him. He was remembering the yeah, things no, that's what from I, Endgame. Yes, exactly. Yes. There was a dialogue yeah. happening, and Sam does not think he's worthy of having this the shield that was right, given to him. He right. says, it was the I exact, feel like it belongs to someone else. The exact dialogue from the end of Endgame. Fair enough. The movie was really long. <laughs> and he's on stage saying, Steve Rogers is gone. So he's donating the shield. Right. To the Smithsonian Institute. Exactly. He says that Steve was a symbol. And that the shield is a symbol, but symbols don't mean anything if there's no substance behind the symbol itself, right. which is beautiful. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. It's excellent. He donates the shield. They put it behind the glass. It's now in the Smithsonian. Don Cheadle says, hey, let's go take a walk and talk about cap things. Right, because Rhodey's there. Surprise. Uh, surprise, surprise. So the two of them walk through the most incredible Captain American exhibit I've ever seen. Captain American. Look at that. Well, it, I that took... all, it's also the same exhibit from... Uh, the first Captain America, right? Or I no. don't know if it's the same one because- Winter well, Soldier is what it would It been. could be the same one, but they've added a lot of things to it. He did more things since. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's been like two or three years, plus the five of the plus blip. Plus the five with the blip. Yeah. Because Sam Wilson was blipped and now he's back. And now he's back. But basically, Don Cheadle's going to ask him, why aren't you taking up the mantle? I love Sam Wilson's reaction. He's like, I don't 
think it belongs to me. Yeah, like, he's this like, is not who I am. That's a lot. Sam goes on his way. Donnie Cheats is like, hey, bud, you need me, call me. Peace. See ya. He's gone. Then we cut Smashly to the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Let's check in with Bucky. Punching walls, throwing knives, shooting people, going to town on whoever these people are. Yeah. Full-on Winter Soldiering. And then ends up killing what seems to be a man who's innocent, trying to just escape the situation, but he saw too much. Right. And then Bucky wakes up. It was a dream. Thank God, because I was like, you're going to go back to Winter Soldier stuff? Right. I thought we got past this. Yeah, me and we, too. And we did. We did, because Bucky got a haircut, so now he's good. He's a good guy. That's we know right. Because his hair's short, like in the first movie. Exactly. He's got to shrink. He's going to get help. That's, I mean, I feel like it's it's part of the required terms of his- Pardon? Pardon. <laughs> yeah, and I like the shrink that's there, because- She's doing all sorts of tricks, and he knows all these tricks because oh, yeah. he's like, I'm 100 years old. I've seen yeah. all this stuff. Don't go to the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's very passive aggressive. It is. And she's calling bullshit on him. Yeah. She actually, Direct quote. She bullshit, says bullshit. And he says, You're a terrible shrink. <laughs> but he's lying about having these nightmares still. Right. And he says that he's trying to cross people off his list to make amends. He's got his three rules where rule number one is don't break any laws. Rule number two is don't hurt people. Rule number three is kind of make amends. Yeah. Outright. I don't think they're his rules. I think they're the therapist's rules. They are absolutely the therapist's rules. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that he was going after a senator who was helping Hydra, and he kind of planted a device underneath her car that can hear, and she's saying, yeah, why don't you off that guy? And then he takes control of the car and freaks him out. Kind of didn't break any rules, kind of. Kind of. And then he goes up to the window and breaks the guy's hand. So, he, yeah, he hurt that man. He, he did hurt he him. He hurt him pretty good. Yeah. But he did do his speech of like, oh, my name is Bucky Barnes, and- I was a Winter Soldier, and now I'm not. I'm just making amends, and you're under arrest. (laughs) (laughs) But they get arrested, so he feels like he did the right thing. He's crossing people off his list. So we get to kind of see this darkness that he's dealing with, his demons that he has to really now come to terms with. Right. We've never seen him do before, which is kind of a nice touch. Because he's been waking up and fighting over and over for 90 years. He's never had time to rest. Wakanda, he said, was his only time of peace, and that's what he's after now is peace, and the Shrink doesn't buy it. No, not at all. And I don't know if we should either. I I don't think we should. (laughs) Or else we don't have much of a show here, do we? Based on the way he's handling the things on his list, I don't think he's looking for peace so much as he's just ready to keep going. Finishing the job. Yeah. He goes to have lunch with a a nice old man named Yuri Nakajima. Played by Ken Takamoto. Guy's amazing. So good. He gets mad at one of his neighbors for throwing trash in his trash can. It's New York. You can't do that. It's against the law. That's, yeah. Or the rules. I don't know. It's like unwritten rules of baseball. Whoever this guy was that put the trash in the trash can definitely stepped on the line. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. Goes to have lunch. There's a really awkward moment where he asks the waitress lady out for Bucky. And she says, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Leah is her name. Leah? Yeah. Did we get the name in the episode? I don't even think we did, but. I think we eventually did. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. But then. Mr. Nakajima drops some serious, heavy shit yeah. right on Bucky. Well, <laughs> he sees this dessert sitting on the on the bar, and he it reminds him of his son. Right. And already you should be connecting dots. <laughs> yeah. Basically, his son was, was killed, and, and he doesn't know what happened. Nobody really knows how it happened. He never got straight answers, and it haunts him to this day. Well, all that they told him was he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. So it it. doesn't sit right with him, and uh, Bucky, I think, knows what happened exactly. Yeah, he's got a pretty good idea of what happened. Yeah. We kind of leave Bucky and his story alone for a little while, because we're going to go down to Louisiana with Sam. And Sam's going to get on a a boat with his sister, 
And his sister sort of has some like financial issues going on. Sarah Wilson, played by Adapiro Oduye, she's uh she's been kind of keeping everything together while Sam's been blipped. Right, but she's also holding it against him that he's been blipped, which is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but basically the financial issues have come to the point where she has to sell the family boat, and the boat is tied to the house through different loan paperwork and everything. That's just what I want in my Marvel movies. <laughs> Honestly, questions about the blip that I didn't know I had. Right. We got some questions about the blip addressed in like Spider-Man Homecoming, but this here, this is real-world blip stuff. This is very real-world blip stuff. Sam says, I'm going to save the family. We're going to get a loan. Great. And Sarah's cool. like, you don't think I tried to get a loan? <laughs> <laughs> we go on back to the Winter Soldier. It's date night with Leah. Nice. They're going to play Battleship. As you do. As you do. And he's just drinking beer with his gloves on because he claims he has bad circulation. Bad circulation. It's not because <laughs> he has big metal hands under there or something. <laughs> How old are you? 106. <laughs> I love it. I it's love so it good. so much. It's so I good. love Sebastian Stan's reactions. I love them so much. They're fantastic. He's so good. <laughs> you can tell he's definitely having fun with this character now. Oh, 100%. Leia kind of finds it charming that he's hanging out with Mr. Nakajima. Yeah. And just at that kind of mention, it's enough for him to go like, damn it, thought we were going to have a nice date night, and you're you're definitely putting too much stuff in my head that I can't deal with. I need to go right this very second, and he just leaves her. Yeah, date's over. He goes to Mr. Nakajima, and sure enough, there is a candle lit at this like vigil in his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Bucky, Bucky killed his kid. Actively mourning. Yeah. When Bucky knocks on the door. It's the innocent kid who uh, Bucky offed as the Winter Soldier in the Nightmare. Because of course it is. Because of course it is. If there were a heavy-handed moment, I would do it here. This would be the one. Yep. Uh, and then we see that Nakajima is one of the names in his notebook. Yes. One of his, his list of I don't of know names. how he didn't put together, but- that's neither here nor there. No, he 100%. Now, the whole reason he's hanging out with Mr. Nakajima is because he wants a, to make amends. amends? Absolutely, okay, yeah. Then, yeah no. this then is it does not, check out. This is not a coincidental moment. You think it just came to a head at that point? Yeah, I think he's been working up to it for a while. That's why he goes to lunch with this guy. He just can't, he okay. just can't tell him. Well, do you think it kind of really reached its like fever pitch just because Mr. Nakajima finally came forward about the sun that day? Probably. Okay. That makes sense. That's good character development for the little bit we had on that character then. Yeah. That's very good. And just when we forget about Torres, he's back in this episode. Yeah. Because he's got looking for like the Red Hand people. He's following his Google Maps app or whatever for the Red Hand folks, the Flag Smashers. He's got the Flag Smashing app. He's got. <laughs> he ends up getting involved with all these people with cell phones out, so you kind of know all they're all connected. Yeah. And then they all go to this one bag, and they get all matching masks and whatnot. And then a man jumps out a window with these two bags, presumably just robbed whatever this place is, probably a bank. Let's call it a bank. Let's call it a bank. I like that. And now they're all causing chaos, even though... This man who robbed it is twice the size of anyone there. It's obvious. Right. He's and the he's, guy. he's walking with two large duffel bags. Right. This guy is really strong, to put it lightly. Yeah, his name is Dovich, who's played by Desmond Kayam. He's throwing people. He is and throwing people. people. And he's they're going real far. Something about this guy seems a little super-y. Right. And Torres is filming everything on his camera that he has. Right. So he's keeping tabs on everything that's going on because he needs help eventually that's going to pass it off to Sam Wilson. Yeah, he's got his pocket cam going, and he's capturing everything that's happening. The police are showing up, but because they have these flag smasher people scattering in every direction, there's just pandemonium. Right, and Tor is going to get his face stomped. Yes, because he's going to stand up to the really, really strong guy, which is a smart move, I guess. No, Torres does not look like he is a very large man at all. No, no, he was not prepared for this No, fight. no. And yeah, he gets his face smashed in. And since we had that bit of action, let's go talk bank loans. Let's talk bank loans. Sam and Sarah are at a bank loan officer guy. And 
the officer's just trying to like pick out who Sam is. Like, I know, did you play football for LSU? Now your, your face is so familiar. And I like how Sam kind of puts his arms out and he goes, You're Falcon! All right, you're an Avenger. And then this bank loan man just gets really, really unprofessional because he starts questioning how the Avengers get paid. Yeah. Because technically, Sam has not had an income for the last five years. Right. And he says, well, I mean, <laughs> there a few billion people didn't have an income for the past five years because they were gone. They were gone. Yeah. The bank manager, though, on some level, I understand because all these people come back. They have all these bills that haven't been paid. They need to get loans, so I can see the banks tightening up on things like that. Tightening up, but this is ridiculous. This, this is one is... of the only guys who doesn't even need to have two forms of ID. Right. Like, you don't need that from this guy. Right. And you know he's clearly backed by a much larger company, if you will. Exactly. With the Avengers. Yeah. So it's just silly that this bank loan guy is not going to even try to help. He says, oh, my hands are tied here. Also, can I get a selfie? Right. And I love Sam Wilson. You serious right now? Like, <laughs> it, it's so good. But then the sister gets all pissed off at Sam, like, you are gone for five years. Yeah, I didn't have a choice in it. Right. Like, what do you think <laughs> I was doing? I was literally being dust. I was just hanging out as non-existent. <laughs> right. He's going to end up going back to the house with Sarah. He gets an, an urgent message as he's trying to fix the boat and it's not working from Taurus saying, you got to get to a secure line. I need you to look at this. He looks at the video that Torres took, and it is the Flag Smashers. Right. That he sees the big man smashing the faces and whatnot. And I guess this is going to be the start of our spy thriller, if you will. We, we found out who our now villain is. Right. Our direct villain, who we need to figure out what's going on with these guys. But then his sister comes in and says, you need to turn the TV on right now. There's something big happening. And the government agent, who he gave the shield to at the Smithsonian, has said, Told you America needed someone to fill the shoes of Captain America, so here is the new Captain America. Need a new symbol. And it is John Walker. John Walker. In the Captain America outfit, holding the sacred shield. Yep. And when he's walking down those steps and you don't see his face right away, I noticed I was like visibly clenching my fist in anger. <laughs> like, I did not expect to get that reaction Who out does of this clown think like, he is? How yeah. dare you? Right. <laughs> There's a new cap in town. There is. And it's a, I don't want to say it's a choice that's out of left field because John Walker does become Captain America kind of in the 80s in the comic books after mm -hmm. Sam Wilson is determined he can't be Captain America because he doesn't know if the country is ready to accept a black Captain America. And the fact that they gave it to a white guy is a problem. Mm -hmm. And you know that this show is aware of that. Absolutely. And I think that's the best part about it. That's what makes it okay in the, in the, scheme of storytelling at the very least we got a new captain america yeah and we got the first episode of the falcon and the winter soldier we do we have the whole thing it's a lot of setup it is it's a, it's doing heavy lifting it really is a lot of exposition i usually ask you at this point what do you think's going on but it is pretty on the surface what's going on so far yeah right now it seems it seems pretty black and white what's happening eh. 50 minute long episode yes well and Season's only six yeah, episodes. Yeah, this thing so. felt like 50 minutes. Like, this felt like a movie. Yeah. It felt like you were watching something that could go another hour easily. So oh, yeah. It's a definitely a different tone a from WandaVision. Completely, completely different tone from WandaVision. Where do you think this thing's going to end up? I know I'm asking you early with literally nothing shown to us. There's so really far. nothing to go off here, but I think it's going to be, I, I mean, at some point, somebody's going to have to claim that shield. That's well, pretty fair. Whether it remains with this John Walker fella and they, over the course of six episodes, make us like him, which I don't know if that's likely, or if it ends up with 
either Bucky or Sam. So right now we're just hard stop on who's going to get the shield. Who's getting the shield? What happened to Cap? Is a good question. We uh, we don't know that. He's probably a very old man still. Either that or, or he he's dead. is dead. We don't know. You right. don't know. And yeah, I think I think that's it right now. Not a whole lot to go on. No, there isn't. But I am so curious who this thing goes just because of it's such a different direction. It's so different. Oh, one other thing. Okay. What does Mephisto have to do with it? I don't know yet. But we'll find out, I'm sure. I know it. Isn't like the star on the Winter Soldier's arm red? Do you think the arm is Mephisto? Oh, it could be. Could be just his arm is Mephisto. I like it. I guess all we can do is stay tuned. Next week, episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see you then. Bye.